Welcome to another new episode of the Get Organized with Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. Today, I have a special guest, my dear friend, Jonathan Leonard, who is a serial entrepreneur and a stylist and obviously as the added bonus, friend of mine. Um, we love talking about styling and organizing and decluttering. He is going through his minimalist phase right now, so he likes to tell me about that. So anyway, we thought it would be great to share our thoughts with the listeners on the show today. So without any further delay, welcome Jonathan to the Get Organized podcast. So how did you get into the styling then? Tell me, tell us everything. I kind of fell into it in the first place. Um, you know, we've had this conversation before. I've went on this journey to restyle myself and reinvent myself and you know started doing a bit of study and went wow this is quite quite interesting and you know found what worked for me and then I had a couple of friends sort of start approaching me saying listen you know we love what you're wearing now and you know you seem to have everything so simple and so down pat and you know mm. talk about it so I went off and did some further study I went to the Milan Fashion Institute and oh yeah I remember that yeah you were flying back and forth today yeah yeah and um, discovered this whole world of styling not only men but women as well. And it became really exciting because looking at women styling from a men's point of view is something yeah. that isn't done very often. Yeah, no, it's not. Hardly, especially in this region. Yeah, and we talk about, um, you know, we go, we go out with our mates and, you, know, you tend to end up at a party or something and, you know, men go off one side and women go off the other side. You mm. know, it's two separate sets of conversations. But, you know, men will always turn around and say, you know what, your woman's looking really good. Mm. Right. And then they need to pay attention to this, you know. Are they saying good or hot? No, they're saying good, they're saying hot, okay. you know. It's you know, men, men will speak their mind, okay. Right. You know, let's not read too much into it. But okay, all right. Um, they don't pay compliments unless they actually pick up on something. This is a real thing about men, right? Men, right. men don't really pay each other compliments unless there's something really there. So mm. if one of your mates turns around and says to you, look, you know, your girlfriend's looking really hot or your wife's looking really hot, to mm. you know, take that on board. Right. And then figure out, okay, why? Okay. Um. But I think one of the biggest mistakes men make when it comes to actually working and styling with women, you know, and let, let's take the professional side out of it and let's just talk the everyday side, mm. is not matching and not working with each other on their style. Yeah, that happens often. You see that, especially when you go to events and they don't look, they're not even wearing similar colours. You don't look like a conjoined couple. And, and no. the thing is you should walk in and both of you should stop the room at the same time. Right. And so that's where it's really important for men to get involved in styling as well and having some input, you know, mm. outside of the professional realm, just in a day-to-day and saying, listen, look, you know, that looks super great on you. Or, or my mates say, you look fantastic when you wear something like that. Mm. And then what do I have that complements what you're wearing? You know, how can we both walk into the room and turn heads? Right. That style. Right. But then... Uh... Okay, then we'll have to talk about how they need to work together and go to shops together or look at each other's wardrobes, which I'm sure most couples don't do. They don't look at each other's stuff. They'll know what stuff they have if they wear the, the things or they'll know the everyday things that they wear. They don't know what each other have, right? I think it's more traditional that women will sort of lay out something for the man and say, okay, I've 
I've pulled out what you're going to wear tonight. Mm. Yeah. And men just go, oh, okay, you know, and put it on. But um, it, it's different for a man, you know, and, and in these days, you know, let's talk equality, let's talk, you know. Mm. There's nothing wrong with the man sort of choosing what he wants to wear and then saying, hey, listen, that outfit looks really great on you. It complements what I'm wearing, you know. What do you think? All right. Okay. That's, so that's something that men have to think they can, you know, do, go to the next step and be more assertive, I suppose, in, in what they're wearing and what they think their wife should wear. More if awareness. Compliments. More but, awareness. But, but you say that, but I know I've had clients where, um, especially women who need help with styling and they've called out and asked for help with styling, They've had husbands who do the shopping for them. So they'll go away, you know, they go on business trips and they'll see something and buy it. And I see often clothes that we end up decluttering that are just not stylish. You know, they're not stylish. They don't suit the person. So what do you do in those instances with husbands who are doing that? You know, they want their women to wear, I don't know, flowered, flowery dresses and smocks and look all girly, but that's not her style. You know. The joys of gifting off the rack. Um, yeah. You know, number one, I've always said this, fashion is what you buy, style is how you wear it. Right, yeah. There is nothing wrong with, with buying something great off the rack. Hmm. Um, it's a little bit more difficult if someone else buys it for you and they don't actually understand your personal style. But if you've actually taken time to develop your personal style, to work through that process, you know, and and to get your partner involved as well, and sort of say, look, you know, this is what I feel comfortable in. This is what works for me. This is mm-hmm. what uh, people tell me I look good in. You know, then they start to work together, and they start to understand what style actually is. Okay. One of the big problems that in this scenario that you just put out is, yeah, men see something hanging on the rack or on a mannequin that's you know the perfect shaped figure because we all know mannequins are dimensionally proportionate yeah um, and not realistic proportionate yeah and so they pull it off the rack and you know they go okay well i know my wife is a size 10 or a size 12 so i'll buy that and i bring it back and they put it on and they're supposed to look fantastic in it there's no reason why they can't um if it works for them you know minor tailoring you know take it in a little bit at the right places drop the hem a little bit if necessary, Um, you know, work with it. And then the other big keys are accessorize, accessorize, and accessorize. Which we will get to in a bit because I want to talk about that because I I am a lover of all accessories. But let's talk first about um, how you can incorporate fashion trends into your wardrobes because, you know, um, we all have a style. There is fashion. Fashion comes in and out. There are the stores like Zara and stuff that will have the fashion trends. So how can you get that into your wardrobe without messing up your style? A little bit like Keanu's tail through our conversation. Um, (laughs) Trends come and go, Um, and and they come and go very quickly in the fashion world, you know, and and, and that is consumerism. Right, yeah. Trends are designed to last one season, and one season is is designed to be three months. So trends move incredibly quickly. Mm. There are some trends that some people can pull off, and there are some trends that nobody will ever be able to pull off. 
Yep. Yeah. My go-to on that one is if a trend doesn't work for you, go classic. Right. Classic yep. never goes out of style. Mm. How do you incorporate trends? Well, you play with it. Okay. Because style is how you wear something. So um, we were having the conversation the other day and I, I mentioned to you a woman in an oversized tee. In the, in the days when the oversized tee trend was in and everybody was out buying these T-shirts where, you know, the sleeve lines were down here and they hung around about your knees. and Yeah, I think they're still in a lot of wardrobes. People haven't decluttered them because I am right now. It's awful. They should be gone well and truly yeah. by now. But, yeah. um, but, you know, it was a trend. And so this particular client went and purchased a few simply because all the other mothers were wearing it. And so when they caught up with the kids, you know, they wanted to look trendy and they wanted to, to fit the trend. But yeah. she was very thin, tall, pale. And honestly, every time she put one on, she looked like a scarecrow. Okay. <laughs> and you told her that, didn't you? I did tell her that. Yeah. Nobody else nobody else had had the guts to actually say that. Yeah. And I also said to her, how do you feel when you're actually wearing this? And mm. she's like, it's so uncomfortable. She's like, I feel like I'm this stick swimming in this huge thing. I'm like, well, why did you buy it? She's like, because everyone else is wearing it. It's like, well, yeah. just because everyone else is wearing it, you know, doesn't mean you have to. But so yeah. then we played with it. So we played with it. And so we took the hemline up a little bit because, right. you know, still playing with the oversized shape, took the hemline up a bit that suited her body length, took the sleeves up slightly, managed to just bring it in a little bit of the collar. Right. Well, I've had them tailored and they look fantastic. So this is the thing. You can play with current trends. Right. But you need to be able to work it to body type and shape and situation and not just go off the rack and think, okay, just because that's hanging in Zara and this is the current trend and every person in, you know, the PTA is wearing it, I need to wear the same thing. But everybody has different shapes, you know, and, I mean, I know that I'm curvy. How do you know what shape you are? I mean, I mean, obviously it's, ob- it's obvious for me that I'm curvy because I've got curves. But, wh- I mean, what are the other pairs? There's pear shape. I can never understand what pear shape is. So pear shape is sort of when you're... Um, a little bit uh, narrow at the shoulders, right? And the hips come out wider. So basically, you end up looking, looking like, like a pet, right? Um, the other one is square. Okay, and that's effectively where shoulders and hips are basically at about the same point, right? Now, one of the problems with square is even though you may taper in at the waist, a lot of uh, garments that are cut for square shape basically hang from the shoulders directly to the waist. So you end up looking like SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. Um, so those those kind of t-shirt dresses are really not good because they're just they're not good. They're not, yeah. Well, again, saying they're not good. This is where tailoring comes in. Okay, you you can still purchase these things. You can still follow current trends. Mm. All you need to do is just to invest a little bit in having them adjusted to suit your body shape. And that's one of the things we do in styling. First thing we do is we look at body shape immediately. Right. Yeah. Um, we go through a process of. Uh, having a client put on two or three outfits that they absolutely love wearing, that they've had compliments in, that they feel good in, and that immediately gives us a benchmark to start with of, okay, what works? Mm. Okay. Then we get them to do the opposite. It's scary. Go put three things on out of your wardrobe that you've barely ever worn because you don't feel comfortable in it. Right. Okay. 
So body shape is important, and it's important to understand your body shape, but it's also important to know how to complement your body shape. Right. We know the you know, traditional rules that, you know, for example, if, if you're a, a wider person, you don't wear horizontal stripes. Okay. Okay. So that's what you mean by complementing then? Yeah. Yeah. So, so start to learn how to work with, with your body shape. And quite often that's, and you're going to blame me that this is my minimalist side coming out, but quite often it's the base of neutral colors. Right. No, but I am all up for neutral color. I, I mean, I'm the queen of black, blue, and some other colors, but not white because I spill food on my white clothes. Um, but I, I, I am, I'm with you with the neutral palette. But then I put patterns on top of it, and that's it. And that, and that's styling. Okay, so the base fashion is the neutral palette. The styling is you add to it, whether it be colorful scarf, whether it be a, you know, if it's winter, you know, a patterned poncho, um, whether it be accessories, large chunky jewelry yeah. with bright colors, you know, and that's how you personalize, it, and that's how you bring style into fashion. Right. Okay. So that's what people need to know because I, you know, don't realize that. I mean, I am the queen of wearing colorful shoes. So when I'm not doing my job, I, and when I wear heels, they're all colorful. So they will compliment me wearing, if I'm wearing black or all black, you know, like we both like wearing black t-shirts, then that complements with that. And it brings a bit of spark and people are always like, oh my God, you look great. And it's like, all I put on were like red shoes or purple shoes or something, you know. Um, yeah, so a quick example. I mean, if we're just looking at you right now, um, you know, and, you, and you've got fine silver jewellery on and, you know, it's lovely for the podcast. And, you know, let's say 10 minutes later you had to run out to meet friends for drinks, you know, simply by replacing that with a large chunky piece of jewellery that maybe had some yellow or some red, you know, flashes of colour through it would immediately change what you're wearing without actually having to go and do a complete wardrobe change. Yeah. Yeah. So this is another thing that we look at when we do styling is, you know, how to transition wardrobes, you know, from different events to different functions from day to night, you know, without having to go out and buy 30 more pieces of clothing. Yeah. And I think this is the thing we need to talk about today is how to, uh, let's talk about capsule wardrobe because that's the key thing, isn't it? Having a capsule wardrobe that you can then you, you explain it. Explain the capsule wardrobe because you love you loved talking about the capsule wardrobe. <laughs> I live with capsule wardrobe. Um, he, he does. <laughs> I do. Um, capsule, capsule wardrobes are simply um, where you have the, the basic items of everything that are in neutral colors that intermix completely across the wardrobe. So, so like what? Have, What's the basic items? Um, look. If we're talking, are we talking men? We're talking women because they're, they're different. I mean, you know, oh, okay. they kind of come in the same. I mean, if we, if we say men and I say a quick basic capsule wardrobe would be dark denim jeans, light denim jeans, maybe two pairs of chinos, one in maybe navy blue or beige or olive green, uh, a couple of T-shirts in black, white, gray or olive green that intermix with any of those colors, um, a light cardigan in a neutral color, um, obviously a white Oxford shirt or a blue Oxford shirt that you can pull on for sort of more semi-formal occasions, mm. a pair of brown brogues, maybe some um, dark brown or black um, suede slip-ons. You know, that's a capsule wardrobe. That That's something that you can go to and within five minutes pull an outfit together because everything matches. 
you know, you and I have spoken about this before. My wardrobe, I can I can pack for a week away in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, everything exists. For a woman, it's slightly different because you want to have a little bit more style. Mm. So for a woman to capture wardrobes a little bit bigger, you want your everyday go-tos, which, you know, might be like your T-shirts and, and you know, your pants or your skirts that, again, you keep in neutral colours without patterns. Right. Um, that can intermix amongst each other. You then want something slightly more formal, so some nicely tailored blouses, um, you know, maybe even uh, button-up shirts if, if, if that's your yeah. thing. Or um, trousers as well. You need a nice uh, black dress and black trousers, yeah, I think, are definitely, essential. Definitely. Navy blue, something that, that just intermixes nice and easily, you know, mm. and then you move through to the other little section of your wardrobe, which is your classic little black dress um, or a couple of classic little black dresses that can mix and match from different occasions and be accessorized in different ways. That's a capsule wardrobe, okay? You, you can intermix every single thing that you have and know that they will work with each other. So you can take a white blouse and mix it with blue denim shorts and you know that it works. You can take, you know, a blue uh, skirt and mix it with a white T-shirt and know that it works. Yeah, yeah. Right? So everything crosses over. So capsule wardrobes are a basic. When we step outside of that and we start to talk about styling, it's where we come into the wonderful world of accessorizing. Okay. All right. So let's talk about accessories then. So, because I, 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 you know, I love, I have core pieces. Um, I don't have too many accessories except for shoes and handbags. Um, but anyway, so tell us, what accessories, what are the key things that you should have? I mean, if we're considering that you have a capsule wardrobe and you don't want to have a lot of clutter in your closet, what are the key things you should have as accessories to go with that capsule wardrobe? Yeah, look, okay. So if, if I was asked to keep it as minimal as possible for somebody, um, you know. It is you. <laughs> no apologies. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the first thing I'd say is a pair of white trainers. Oh. Okay. They'll go with absolutely everything. Um, they're great for slipping on with a pair of jeans or a pair of shorts to go pick up the kids or go to a PTA meeting or park day or walk the dog, etc. So number one is a pair of white trainers. Okay. I'm going to make a note of this because I don't have one pair. Now, they pair. don't need to be all white. They can be white with a little touch of color in them. It's Again, it's a, a totally personal thing. So okay. bringing a little color in is okay. Um, the second thing is a very personal choice when it comes to shoes and it's, it's what a woman feels most comfortable in, but you know, whether it's flats, whether it's pumps, but choosing some colors that complement you, Mm. that you can throw on with those neutral colors and just add that little bit of lift. Yeah. Well, I find, um, metallics work well. I, I wear a lot of silver. I have a lot of silver shoes. Um, and that gives style that gives it, makes it stylish. And classic, but yeah. cool. Yeah, but some some women love pink, right? And that, and that's great. Pink's a very versatile color. You can throw right. it on with black. You can throw it on with navy blue. You can throw it on with denim. You know, a pink works exceptionally well. Red can be a little bit more tricky. It's a little bit more of a nighttime uh, color to step out in. Um, I wear it all the time. <laughs> you know, but but picking a color that that actually shows a bit of your personality. Yeah, and that's. That's where you start to exercise. Shoes, that's that's pretty much a simple, basic rundown on, on the shoes. Then we get into 
other accessories like, you know, beautiful thing about this is you have listeners around the world, so we don't just, you know, we're sitting here in Dubai at the moment, yeah. temperature around 37 degrees. The thought of me saying, you know, chuck on a, a shawl, a scarf or a poncho probably said yeah. shivers the spines at the moment, but, or yeah. hot pushes. Um But, you know, there are very light um accessories that you can get you know in as far as shawls or or scarves that you can actually just drape over the top of an outfit to have some color and have some pattern and automatically bring a lift into that neutral palette and again picking those colors that complement you your personality but that's like having that's like having a a may scarf like french people you know very classy they have the, the the scarf to put around and they just add it but I mean, I've never been able to do that. It just doesn't suit me. But uh, that's that's what you mean as well, right? To just have a little pop of color and yeah. Is is it necessary worn as a scarf? Is it maybe just draped over your shoulders just to, to add a bit of pop, a bit of color? Right. Um, that's one option. Um, winter's a wonderful time. I mean, ponchos hide everything. Ponchos just make me think of ugly Betty. You know, those like big Mexican. Um, no, no, no. There are very stylish ponchos out there. Really? Traditional style. There are some very modern ones out there, some absolutely beautiful things. You know, I was actually at dinner with a friend last night who was wearing a poncho and it was black and bronze gold stripes and it, and with white. And it, and it was absolutely stunning. Right. She was wearing an old black jumpsuit underneath. You know, she looked amazing. She looked a million dollars just by that little touch of bringing that bronze gold, you know, over the top, that bit of yep. white. Um, you know, and the right accessories. Of she's a client of mine, so we've we've done some work on a wardrobe. Right. Okay. So you worked um, you worked well with that. But then that black jumpsuit is another thing that I think I've got one black jumpsuit. Uh, that's my actually one jumpsuit, but that's perfect. That goes with everything, day and night. So super incredibly versatile. I mean, chuck it on with a pair of white trainers during the day, you know, and some yep. light jewelry. You know, go pick up the kids, go out for lunch, you know, whatever. You don't even have to go home, you know, have a pair of nice heels in the car, you know, a scarf or some chunky jewellery to accessorise it, and you can step from lunch into dinner cocktails. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. That's true. Um, and it's the same with the classic little black dress, and that's why they've always called it the classic little black dress. Yeah, and I'm just thinking if I have, I have black dresses because I have a lot of black, but I'm just thinking if it's classic. I don't think it is. We need to go shopping, I think. Yeah, I need to go shopping with you. Anyway, um, so let's talk about jewellery now. Like you talk about chunky jewellery. I used to be a chunky jewellery girl. Now I am more a a delicate kind of girl, as you can see. Um, But, yeah, what's your thoughts? What kind of jewellery do you think we should have? Again, it depends on personal taste and Mm. um, personal budget. Let's be honest. I mean, you know, if you've got the wonderful rich husband who showers you in the big diamond necklace, you know, by all means, flaunt it. Or father. Or father. Yeah. Or brother, or yeah, you know, or um, flaunt it, wear it. Um, when we say chunky jewelry, I mean, I'm not talking, you know, great big things. It might be, you know, a piece with like a nice stone attached to it. You know, it could be sort of twisted plate and and metal. You know, with a touch of gold and and stuff. You know, or you could simply change to. You know, like again, let's go back to what you're wearing right now. You've got the thin silver chain on. You could just up that to a thicker gold chain for the evening and right. immediately look yeah. at the outfit. Yeah. So, accessorizing the jewelry, it can be large rings, it could be bracelets, you know, 
Um, yeah. I do I've like even, a bracelet. Yeah. I've even had clients who, you know, have multiple, you know, they love their Apple Watch or, you know, whatever their, their Fitbit watch, but they have different coloured bands. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a matter of swapping the band for the evening and highlighting a little bit of colour in the outfit. So yeah. accessorising with jewellery is huge. Yeah. And like the watches now, it's so easy. I mean, I've bought straps from uh, Amazon, like for six dirhams. And I've bought because I, you know, I wear them for work. So I need different ones because of sweat and everything. But like, yeah, for not much money, you can get cool straps um, to use and play around with your outfit as well. Right. But not too much because you don't want clutter. Obviously. But like you said, you know, you like simple jewelry. So if you were stepping out and let's say, for example, you replace your necklace with a larger, thicker gold necklace, you know, um, maybe you're wearing a pair of pink pumps, you know, yeah. and if you've got like a complementary coloured band, you know, immediately you bring the outfit into uniformity. Right. Okay, awesome. So, and then, the, and the same for earrings, because I mean, I'm all for the simple earrings, but there's, you can get chunky but Again, you can't have chunky and chunky. You have to have one one or the other, right? Or is exactly. that too classic? You need to have balance. Right. You need to have balance. So if you're going to wear something very chunky and heavy around the neck, then you thin it down on the ears. Otherwise, right. you look rather top-heavy as you go out. Yeah. Um, if you've got really large, you know, I saw a pair the other day that absolutely impressed me. They were about this long diamond um, square earrings that were just absolutely amazing that were right. thin that were um matched with a very thin uh diamond necklace you know okay. that works perfectly don't overemphasize one end so this is where i was saying for example if you step out with the pink shoes mm. then you need to bring that little bit of color somewhere else whether it be in makeup whether it be in necklace whether it be in earrings you've right. got to bring a little bit of color through just to create the balance ah okay all right so not have just that pop of colour in one place. It has to be in different places. Oh, see. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like you have lipstick that does that. Um, okay, awesome. That's a good thing about lipstick for women. You know, you can match it to everything. Well, your men can do it as well now. Until you get in and clutter their bathrooms and then they only have four left. But yeah, Exactly, that's true. Um, <laughs> exactly. You only but then they a- should only have two pairs of shoes, so four lipsticks should be enough. Yeah, all right, okay. Four pairs of shoes. Even me, the declutterer, doesn't have four pairs of shoes. I don't understand. You know when there's those quotes from people who say that they sh- they have, I think, what's it, 10 pairs of shoes and that's all they have? And I'm like, I have about 50 pairs of th- flip-flops. Six. Huh? Six. Six shoes. You didn't before, like when I first met you. Six pairs of shoes. You're a man. It's fine. You don't need to have money. <laughs> I mean, I swear, like, my Aviana flip-flops are a lot, but, I mean, I do wear them constantly for sorry, work. Okay, okay, if I have to throw the Havianas in, that makes seven. Okay, let's move on. What should we talk about next? Can we talk about lookbook? Let's talk about lookbooks. Yeah, what is it? Uh, so it's something we do with clients. So, you know, as I said, once we get to a basis with the client of what works for them and what they feel looks good, right. um, the next step we do is – we get them to put on a few outfits and um, we dress them up. So like we're saying, we'll take the first outfit and we'll say, okay, how can we wear this during the day? Right. right. And then we'll take a picture of it and we'll quickly note down exactly what it was paired with. So 
um, each item. Then we'll sort of take the same look for maybe, you know, lunch or afternoon, and then we'll take the same look again and style it up for the evening. And we do this a few times with different outfits. And so what we do is we end up creating a, a lookbook so that when you get that phone call and someone says, hey, Shalina, remember we've got drinks in 30 minutes. Right. You can go straight to the lookbook and go, love that. That looks good for tonight. Get that piece, get that piece, get that piece. Done. Your outfit's together in 10 minutes. That leaves you 20 minutes to shower, do your makeup and your hair, and you're still going to be 30 minutes late anyway, so that's okay. Not all women. That's a cliche. I mean, I don't take that long. That's I'm fashionable. Ready. No, I'm always at, well, always I'm early because I'm organized. Plus, I only take five minutes to do my makeup. And even now, I've discovered contouring. So I do contouring now. You can see. Mm. And highlighting and contouring. Have TikTok. TikTok has taught me lots. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no, I only take five minutes. So not all women are like that. No, but the simple thing about a lookbook is actually having some go to looks that you can pull out very quickly. Um, or if, you know, you like to declutter, you know, yeah. I like to be a minimalist, but some people like to to hang on to things, you know, mm. um, and they still stand in front of their wardrobe and they go, I have no idea what to wear. Yeah, that happens and a lot. It comes in. You can flick through and you can go, oh, that's right, that felt absolutely amazing. I'm grabbing that. But then that means that they're only wearing those outfits that are in the lookbook and not wearing all these other things, right? Or they. No, no. Finding I mean, inspiration with the other things? Finding inspiration. I've had a number of clients who have come back to me and said, look, you know, I open my lookbook and, you know, I pick a particular outfit, but then, you know, oh, here's a picture of me tonight because I changed it. Right. They're finding inspiration from it. They know what works. They know what looks good on them. So they're finding right. the basic pieces, but then playing around with it and okay. having a bit of fun and then creating their own lookbooks because by snapping that picture, you know, the first thing I say to them is put that in the next page of your lookbook. Right. Okay. Enjoyed it, right? Oh, yeah. So it helps just to create a little bit of a folio of go-to looks that you can pull out very quickly. Lookbooks aren't everything. You know, I mean, obviously, if there's a special event coming up, you want to take time. You want to choose something. You might want to, you know, call your stylist in. You might want to call your husband in and have a conversation and say, listen, you know, this is how I want to feel tonight and mm. I'd like us to look pretty much the same and have a conversation together and say, okay, how are we going to style this? Right, okay. Yeah. Um, but lookbooks are a go-to. They're a go-to to make it nice and easy in between but also as a reminder of, you know, when someone has done the work of styling themselves, just going back and saying, hey, yeah, that's what I felt good in. So it's so kind of like you can do a selfie, save that photo in a folder in your your, your phone or – People take put their selfies on Instagram, so your Instagram account could be your your lookbook as well, right? Can be, but you don't want to have to be scrolling back and going, oh, you know, how long ago was that? There was, you know, I basically I recommend again being a minimalist that you use a notes app or something where you just sort of like note your looks down, you know, okay. by you know daytime, nighttime, cocktail party, you know, uh, party with kids. Um, you know, husband's work function, mm. you know, and, and so you've got a quick quick go-to on those. So you can keep growing your lookbook the whole time once, once you've sort of got a, a concept of, of how to do it. Yeah. Um, the only the other thing I wanted to say about lookbooks is 
they're fantastic, but they're not timeless. Mm. And that's the key thing. They're not okay. timeless. As we say, trends do change, styles change, events change, seasons change. You Your know. body changes as well. Body changes as well. Um, so you need to be flexible with it and you need to be able to willing to come back and revisit your lookbook and go, listen, that doesn't work for me anymore. It worked two years ago. That was wonderful. Right. Last year, that was wonderful. But now I need to reinvent it. So I encourage people to go through the same process. Yeah, and I mean, when I do declutter closets, like, you know, people say, what do you think? And I'll be like, yeah, this was from the 2000s when Britney was cool. You know, then like there'll be things that are just not... They, they might have been classic at the time, but they're not cool anymore, you know, um, certain tops and stuff. I had a client who we did her lookbook and she had one pair of pants and she absolutely loved them. They were sort of white semi-denim um, pants and she looked fantastic in them. So mm. the first thing she did the next day was went out to the shop and bought one in every single colour because the cut looked good. Yeah. The next time she got me around to declutter and I looked at it, I'm like, what are these other eight or nine pairs of primary coloured pants you bought that we've already worked out don't suit you at all? And she's like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever wear them, but. Yeah, people love doing this, buying the, you know, they see something and it works in that colour, in that style, so they're going to get all the other colours. Men love doing this, especially with um, tops. They get every colour. Like they've gone shopping once a year and they just go mental and just get every single color. And it, and like some of the colors just don't suit their skin tone. So I think that's another thing as well, isn't it? People don't consider their tone, like, you know. Exactly. Uh, and so, so one of the things I always say to people is when they are shopping, because I, I don't encourage shopping. Okay? I encourage yeah. working with what you've got. Okay. Every now and then, yes, you do need to go and buy something. But, you know, when shopping, I encourage people with two rules. If it's under 300, Hmm. picture in the dressing room and wait three days okay have a look at that picture over the next three days and if after three days you still go yeah i really like those hmm. go back and grab them All right if it's over 300 wait 30 days wow and how if about if it disappears then it wasn't meant to be <gasps> that's tough when especially when it's like something on the outlet. So actually, no, what am I talking yeah, about? I, put, I leave it. To the clutter and, you know, here's all these clothes that still have the tags on them because you've never actually worn them just yeah. because, you know, you didn't want to miss that sale. Yeah, I mean, 30 days, I think even for me, that's harsh. I mean, I do put the buy, I put things into baskets uh, like on the outlet and at a porter and then I wait a few days. And with the outlet, if it's, if it's sold out, then it was not meant to be, but that's usually after a week. About 30 days. If you're shopping online, you can sort, normally set alerts, like if it's running low on stock. Right. That it can actually let you know that, you know, this item is getting low on stock. And then you can go back and revisit it earlier and say, Leah, am I sure that's what I want? I yeah. mean, if it's in store, get them to hold it for you. Right. I mean, quite often the store will hold it. Yeah, but some, most of these stores nowadays just hold it for just one day or a few hours. They won't hold it for very long. I'll hold it for three or four days for you. Okay. All right. Cool. Anyway, right. Finally, so how do you help with clients to declutter while reviewing their closets? Um, apart from making them throw most things out, no. Um, we work on a three-pile rule. Okay. Um, so as we work through things and we start to identify what works, pile number one is 
the absolute yes pile. The you know, I love this. I'm not getting rid of this. This looks really good on me. Right. Um, I want to keep this. Immediately goes in the yes pile. Right. The second pile is the what we call the maybe pile, or which eventually becomes the you know potential to donate pile. They're the things that you know, yeah, not really sure. So encourage them to put it away. Okay. If they pull it out in the next thirty days, then it goes back to the yes. Right. They obviously okay. If after thirty days they haven't pulled it out, it's gone. Okay. It's gone. Perfect. Right. And the third pile is the oh my god, why did I buy this? You know, what was I thinking? This is immediately off to charity. Yeah. I, I like to use the word fugly. I don't want to use fugly because at the time they actually thought it was beautiful when they tried it. But um No, a know, lot of people don't. They they even look at it and go, Yeah, it was fugly. Yeah. Stores use all this sort of psychological stuff like lighting and pressure yeah. and, and everything else to get people to think that's actually worth buying like oh. nine pairs of the same color pants um yes yeah yeah, no. yeah. um yeah no okay awesome that's how we declutter um eventually we find out that what is left in the yes piles usually has a certain trend to it you know and that's pretty eye-opening for for the person to go okay well there's my style yeah because everything i've immediately said yes to is hanging there in front of me yeah, and I like saying that, to, and like, and that's why I like doing by color, um, from light to dark, because you can see then what colors they like wearing. Because if you, I mean, if you look at my wardrobe, you'll see mostly black and blue, and that's a reason because I would like wearing that and then wearing it with different things. But you know, and also if you have an odd color, that means that's not really your color. That was you going, hmm, let me buy this for fun. Uh, or, or it could be an absolute standout piece for a, an event or something. You know, I've had, I've had a client who bought a blue sequin dress that I thought was the most hideous thing in the world. It had these huge puffy sleeves and, you know, I'd, <laughs> I'd never seen anything worse in my life. Um, it was a little bit frozen Disney princess kind of thing. But it was for a wedding and it suited the event. Right, now, okay. When we did finally do the wardrobe, she decluttered it quite quickly, but I understood why... She bought it you at the time. She showed me the pictures, and it it suited. So it it, it is okay to have these standout pieces. Yeah, you know? they're, they're standout pieces. But when you have the day to day stuff, yeah. But another friend of mine says she has this small section of her closet which she will never let me see, um, unless we're actually at an event somewhere, which she calls her princess dresses. And these are <laughs> they are bold, and they're ones that she just wears to a nice formal function. You know to stand out a little bit and be a bit glamorous and a bit special. So it's okay to have those. Right. Yeah. It's not okay to have too many of those. Yeah, that's true. But we do need that here. That's the problem. We? There's so many events. Finally, I want to find out what is your favourite movie right now or favourite movie of all time because I love finding out about movies with my my guests. And I don't think I've ever asked you. Movies. Um, yeah. Yeah, movies. I'm... If I said my favourite movie, no one would ever know it. It's a movie called The Basketball Diaries. It goes back many, many years. I think it's one of the Basketball Di- Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Well, see, there we go. Um, one of my all-time favourite movies, but then I am an absolute sucker for anything with Judy Dench. Um, wow. You know, in it. Um, 
bit of an old classic favourite there, whether it be sort of Ladies in Lavender or Mr. Henderson Presents. You know, if it's cold, rainy night or a lonely night in, that's kind of be my go-to. Just oh, to- do you like a bit of Judy? Everyone loves Judy. She's an, she's an institution, a British institution. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, um, I'm just thinking of the movie. I know all the movies, like all the Miramax movies. I'm just thinking of Mr. Brown. What's the Mrs. Brown? Mrs. Brown, yeah. That's the Queen Victoria one. She's been a queen in a lot of ones. Actually, that yeah. one, I really like that one that a lot of people slated about her being Queen Victoria and with the Indian guy came. What's yes. that called? Queen Abdul. That's it. Yeah, Queen and Abdul. Yeah, um, yeah. I like that, and people were really like, "Oh my god, it's all racist." I'm like, well, I don't think so. This is how Curry came into the UK. It was because of him, and that's how, and because she introduced it to her. So, anyway, it was lovely. How can listeners get in touch with you if they want to get your styling help? Best place to reach me is via my website atelierlibro.me, and we will put that in the show notes as well awesome so thank you so much for being on the episode i really do appreciate it that you know you finally came on and we've talked um thank you as always for listening to the get organized with declutter me podcast with myself shalina if you'd like to get some more tips and tricks you can always find me on my social media at d-e-c-l-u-t-t-r-m-e and also on my website www.declutterme.com um Thank you so much again, Jonathan. I really do appreciate it. And thank you listeners for listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.